0: When You're Too Cheap to Go to the Library, The Look Inside This Book Club.
1: I'm Becky Selengut.
0: And I'm Matthew Amster Burton.
1: You just sounded like Tignotaro, the comedian.
0: I know Tignotaro. I'm not personally. You um, know
1: Tignotaro? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, we hang all the time.
1: When she does her... Hi, hi. <laughs> she does her little kid voice. It's um, really fun.
0: I, I once saw uh, Tig Notaro opening for um, Swedish singer-songwriter Jens Lekman. It made no sense as a as a concert pairing, but they were both great. Jens and Tig. Yep, on um, yeah they were they were on North American tour together, and it was awesome. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, so how are you? Uh, I'm doing good. I have uh, I have very little to report um, except that uh, as you as you know, like I'm I'm a fix it kind of guy. That's how you describe <laughs> me, right? No, yeah. I mean yes and <laughs> me me neither. Yes. No, no, that was that was absolutely the correct answer. Um, <laughs> Yesterday, I fixed a bicycle. Now... Wait, there's so many questions. Don't even get okay. to the answer yet. Go ahead. Whose bicycle? It was uh, my daughter's bicycle.
1: And... Okay, go ahead.
0: I, I had some other, Go ahead. It was not shifting correctly. Okay. And I looked up, like, you Googled, like, you know, bicycle not shifting correctly. And it said there's a li- one little knob that you turn with your fingers and that'll probably fix it. And it did. And now I am a hero to my family. Wow. So,
1: isn't that the, the answer to every question? Like, Oh, that
0: there's some, well, sometimes there's some little knob you need to turn. Sometimes to... you have to like smack it on the side. Yeah. Um, sometimes, oh, sometimes you turn it uh, turn on it off. and off. Yep. Yeah. Turn it on and off. Um, yeah. It's kind of great that we've built a society where everything can be fixed through some like, uh, you know, method, method that's yeah. very easy and we don't understand how it works. But it does. You watched a YouTube video, I take it, yes? Uh, no, I just I just uh, found, a, like, found an article where it just said uh-huh. like look for look for where the cable goes into right. the rear thingy, uh, <laughs> the French thingy, you know, on the bike, uh, and and like turn the, the thing French thingy, yeah, the derailleur.
1: Oh, um,
0: there's D- probably derailleur.
1: You mean? Oh, that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and yeah, and it said like turn it one way, and if that makes it worse, turn it the other way. I'm like, wow. So I think simple. maybe even I can handle this. So now. I feel like I want to fix more things and, like, be known as, like... The fixer? Yeah, because I don't know... Does everybody know that, that you can fix a bike by turning a little knobbly thing? Knobbly thing? Yeah. <laughs> knobbly? Um, I don't think everyone knows that, no. Um, I think... I, I guess what maybe what, where I'm going with this is, is I think maybe next... For my next year, I'm going to find the G-spot. <laughs> I'm sure YouTube has that video. I oh, Well, I don't know. I think that that might not meet the YouTube terms of service, but I, I'm sure I can find that video somewhere. I definitely think you could find that video somewhere. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, you just turn the woman's derailleur just a
0: little bit uh-huh. to the left. And if that doesn't work, you go the other way? Yeah, and then
1: her water bottle squeezes in your face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, huh. What's going on with you? Well, um, what have you fixed?
1: Oh, well, you know, that just reminded me that I kind of look like a stud, too. But the truth is... well. Is, yeah. well through youtube thank you youtube because our water heater uh wasn't going over a certain temperature it was blocked it was oh. like a uh like heater on <laughs> and demand that, and
0: that temperature was 42 <laughs> degrees it was
1: <laughs> too cold for my wife and she's like this is we need to call someone get this fixed what no wait do we this do?
0: is can i can i interrupt with a question so mm-hmm. like but it was it was hot enough for you but not hot enough for her right um well i mean first of all obviously like what should i be reading into this but like I find I find this, like, peculiar for some reason. Like, yeah. I, I didn't know that there were, like, people who needed, like, really, really hot water to come she, out of the water heater. She runs cold. Okay. And I run hot. So it didn't
1: surprise me too much. Like, I think I would have liked it a little bit hotter, but it wasn't, like, something I was going to call someone about. And she was like, I'm miserable. It's too cold. So I just went on YouTube and put in the manufacturing, like, the, the model number of this um, water heater on demand system that I have and said Over, override preset blah, blah. And I was like, there's no way somebody is going to be able to help me with this. And sure enough, exact model number, guy, dude on there, like, this is how you override the H7 425C, blah, blah, blah. And I followed the directions exactly as stated. I took the thing apart, turned. You had to thing a- take a thing apart? All it meant was use a Phillips head screwdriver, uh-huh. take the cover
0: off, okay. and guess what I had to do? Uh, okay, I'm going to guess. You had to stick a screwdriver in it and like turn a Thing. i turned a thing to the left nice wait so done so exactly the same exactly thing I the did same with, the thing bike. with your bike it was it was to the left yep i think we may be onto something here i think
1: we're just gonna go around the, the house and just turn everything to the left and see what happens
0: i think we're gonna go around looking for g spots mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Yep. yeah yeah the, the g patrol can that be our name <laughs> no <laughs> yes and no trust me this is a great idea <laughs> yeah. we should do this yes you're we right get, nothing bad could come of this <laughs>
1: I promise not to say no for the rest of the episode today. Let's see how that goes.
0: <laughs> okay, great. I'm going to be testing my improb- improbabilities. Yeah, I am, and improbabilities. I'm hoping, I'm hoping when we're out on G Patrol, no one will say no either
1: hmm um, <laughs> you're making it hurt
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: okay uh the only thing i have to tell you about is because now i'm really taking pleasure out of talking about outdoor activities with you because yeah. it tortures you
0: uh-huh so i'm going uh, but no but i'm gonna yes and all the way like up to the top of the mountain and then and then just roll back down
1: okay so do you know what glamping is yes okay and do you know what it stands for like um, how it came about
0: well i yes it's, it's a is it a combination of it's glamour camping, glamorous glamour, camping. Glamorous or glamour plus camping. I, I feel like I don't think it's something I've ever done. But if I were going to camp, that is certainly the way I would want to do it. Right. Because so I was wondering um, in your
1: like, what things in glamour camping would make you feel like it was still,
0: it was something oh, good. Oh, interesting. Well, do, do you want to like run through some things and I can, and I can like give you my, well, like, thumbs up or thumbs down? So
1: we're going glamping our version of glamping, which is way not, would not make you happy at all. All that means for us is we're not backpacking, we're car camping, okay? Okay. And we set up a nice little kitchen area. There's still dirt, there's still mud, you're still sleeping on a... Um, pad on the ground yeah. you're still setting up tents so it's not really truly glamping but we're not doing that kind of backpacking thing i went online today and i, I looked up glamping and i started finding things that i was like holy crap there is people there are people who really like oh no doubt like the amount of work to create this almost a condo look in the woods is to me like wh- why even do like it's amazing but why even do that like do you yeah, know what I mean? no, like, I do know so what you mean. Like, so
0: much work. See, I feel like I have, I have like, I would feel uncomfortable glamping or non-glamp camping, but for different reasons. Like, if I if I went like full on glamping, I would feel like I was, you know, just being a total tool. Um, whereas <laughs> if I went, you know. Backpacking, I would feel like I was way too outdoors for comfort. Right. right. So, but but maybe what you're describing, like your own version of glamping, is like a middle ground that I could get on board with. How's the how's the the three G service out there? (laughs) Oh, uh, non-existent. But that could be a problem. But some of these
1: places look like you would have someone like feeding you grapes. I mean, it's like this uh, Moroccan kind of. I don't know what (laughs) the right words are. Why is it Moroccan? Because what's that word for those tents? Those really (laughs) elegant um, yurts. Not a year. It's, okay. it's more Moroccanish. It's a very elegant
0: hmm. desert I, tent. I totally visualize what you mean, but okay, I don't know ca- what like it's a canvas either. tent
1: with like what looks like to be a you know Moroccan rugs on the ground and a beautiful you know uh, bed set up for you. Uh, you know, a pitcher of water. It's like completely You're walking in the woods and then you come upon this place that's just laid out for you.
0: Could I, th- could there be someone outside the tent roasting a lamb? on yes. a spit, like, to my specifications? Absolutely. Could it be, could that person be wearing a bikini? Sure, why not?
1: Okay. I mean, sir, we are, we are going to make you happy. Um, wow, how much is this going to cost? $600,000 an evening. <gasps> Actually, know, some of the prices, so, so there was everything, I saw everything from Airstream, like you could do an Airstream glamping. Okay, that to, makes sense. To um, yurt glamping, to this, you know, Arabian Prince glamping.
0: Okay, I want to, I want to uh, say something, and I don't want you to take it the wrong way. Like, like uh, you know, I don't want you to take it as like a euphemism. Um, I've seen the outside of a yurt, but I've never seen the inside of a yurt. Like, have you been inside yes. a yurt? And, and like, what's it like inside? It's, uh, or does it depend on the yurt?
1: It depends on the yurt. We're only talking
0: about yurts here. We're only talking about yurts.
1: It, they're dark.
0: Right. Very welcoming. Uh huh. Some of them have teeth. Oh boy. A y- yurt dentata?
1: <laughs> uh, yurt <yurta> dentata? <laughs> yurta dentata. Um yeah, they're 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 usually typically very warm. Um can sometimes you, suddenly they spit you out the door, like
0: for no apparent reason. Can you put like a lock on your yurt so like you're the only one who can get in there? A chastity yurt lock? Uh, yeah, Absolutely. That's what I was Absolutely. <laughs>
1: yeah, that will cost you extra twenty nine ninety five per night. Oh, that sounds reasonable. It's totally reasonable. Um yeah. no, but seriously, yurts are um quite wonderful and comfortable and they usually do have a stove in them and they're they're really comfortable they're yeah, awesome
0: see i feel like i, I like I, said, I honestly have never been inside a yurt but i imagine it's sort of like sort of cabin like right like yeah. i think maybe like cabin I, I can't remember the last time i stayed in a cabin but i feel like i would be fine with that yeah. it's the, a tent there's, there's not a lot of tent between you and the elements. Like, I, I remember, I, I may have, like, talked about this on the show before when we've talked about how much I love camping, Um, that in sixth grade we went on a class camping trip and uh, stay. I stayed with two friends in a big canvas tent and it rained like hell. And just, there was, like, inches of water. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. And it was disgusting. So
1: it's weather, it's the elements and animals and stuff that freak you out? Not so much the, like, discomfort of sleeping on... Uh, oh, that a, doesn't a help bed. either. That doesn't help either. Um
0: and and not like like having spotty wireless service <laughs> and um <laughs> What uh, about
1: being just unplugged? You you don't like that feeling.
0: Well, I, don't I love know. it. I love I, it. I guess like I think of myself as the as the kind of person who could totally handle that, but when yeah. it comes down to it, I can't.
1: I really want that album Matthew Amster Burton unplugged. unplugged. yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I don't know. I'm just like too wedded to the electric stuff you know if uh, it
1: would just it would just be the sound of like you rocking in a corner sucking your thumb. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> I don't know I think I think um, you know I took you to Japan, um, which is my thing. Um, you should take me camping, and then we should talk about it on the show. Yeah, you
1: but should... I knew Japan would also be my thing. I know camping's not your thing. You're the last person I would want to take camping.
0: Sorry. Okay, but well, you'd be that's, miserable. That's total. That's totally fair. But don't you think it could make a good a good episode? And like, we could record an episode like out out in the bush, as they call it, as <laughs> campers call it. And uh, and like, I, I would I would promise not to complain, except on while recording the episode. How about that?
1: That's great. But you have to bring your family so that they can take care of you.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's that's probably. I don't want
1: to be your sole caretaker.
0: I've been camping with my family (laughs) once. I think Uh I don't. I don't know if they would do it it again. again. Maybe if
1: maybe if I was there, because then I could be like they could hang out. You know, they could. Okay. You
0: know. Yeah, because they've gone camping again without me a couple of times, but not with me. Why
1: don't we do like the um, what's that um, outward bound thing? We'll do that outward bound thing with you. You know what that is? Um, We'll, We'll leave you on a mountain. And we'll we'll just be we'll be not too far away, and we're going to see how you do, and we're going to leave you with your with the um, uh, microphone.
0: Oh, that, so I can so I can like you know record my descent into madness. Uh huh. Oh wow, like yeah. a like a Blair Witch Project yeah. kind of thing. We're really only going to be like hundred yards away, but you won't know that. Oh well, you, maybe you shouldn't have said that. Well, speaking of Survivor <laughs> Camp, uh, have you have you watched any Empire?
1: Mm. Yeah, uh, about
0: the the hip hop moguls. It's no. it's fun. It's a fun it's show. Good. Lori and I have been have been watching it and we came up with this idea that like, you know, when when your kid uh when, when your kid like uh you know doesn't show any like self evidence of self reliance, like you send him to this survivor camp where they drop him on a mountain and he has to like find his way out and like learns how to you know, uh, hunt and and hug a tree. Like I don't know, th- you learns outdoor stuff that that's never ever going to come in like handy. Like poon cakes, yeah, and things but it, like that. What? <laughs> a po- poon cake? Oh, yeah. That's that's the same thing. <laughs> um, I don't. Wait a minute. If there are poon cakes, is it poon bread? What is it? If whatever you're talking about, if they have that out in in, in the wilderness, Absolutely. I'm there. Absolutely. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, so this is you know this is how like you harden up your 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 weak kid. Um, if you have, if you have like a rapper who like, you know, just isn't street enough, uh-huh. you drop them, you have like, they sign up for a camp or you sign them forcibly up for a camp. Like if you're the record mogul where you like drop them in like a bad neighborhood for a week. Oh, give him some street cred. You'd give them some street cred. Do you cred? think that's like, what, it, that's what Eminem did? Yeah. Well, I think, I don't know. Do you think he's really from
1: like some rich suburb of Chicago?
0: Yeah. Probably like, like Vanilla Ice. Yeah. Like he and Vanilla Ice were like childhood yeah. pals. Mm. He was Vanilla Ice mentored him, yeah, and uh, you know, but but Vanilla Ice stuck with the squeaky clean thing, and uh, and Eminem, like you know, he went to he went to like wrong side of the tracks camp, and then uh-huh. he came back Eminem.
1: Hmm.
0: I think hmm. this could I think this could work. Well, they
1: yeah. Well, hmm.
0: You know we 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 put you we put you on the south side the south side of wherever. It's always the south side. It is always the south. Why? side. Why? I do not know. But
1: why is the south side always bad And, and it seems like in, in lots of countries the south is like more like put down um, yeah I don't why know that? I, th- um, I think going to down is good and I don't understand go, like, yeah, yeah. The south,
0: yeah I'm a big fan of the south side me too
1: I mean some of my best moments have been yeah, on the south outside. side
0: <laughs> <laughs> alright and with that we will take it to a break and we will come back and we will tell you about Taken by a Trillionaire by Melody Ann and some other authors I cannot wait and we're back. Yeah, but you do it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and we are talking about "Taken by a Trillionaire" by Melody Ann et al. And I can't believe I have to make this disclaimer: not to be confused with if you read "Taken by the Trillionaires" by Ella Mansfield, you read the wrong book because there are two books with almost the same title and concept. But that one has like four trillionaires. Maybe we'll read it in a, in a future on a future show. It's crazy, and this and this book is written by three different authors. Yes, so. I want to say up front, like, I think this book is meant to be mildly satirical. I mean, because it says, like, like three romance novels were, novelists were at, like, the Romance Writers yeah. Convention and decided to get together. And, like, apparently what when when a threesome of romance novel uh-huh. writers gets together, this is what they do for fun. Right? Well,
1: we don't really know the answer to that since we're only reading such a little, little amount of it. We don't know how it's all going to turn okay. out. But I don't think it is satire from what I've read. And okay. the reason why is I did a little mystery show sleuthing.
0: Oh, nice. And I looked
1: up J.S. Scott, one of the authors.
0: Okay. Tell me about it, and, Starly.
1: Well, <laughs> and, and her book... Um, are all very similar type books and similarly written. I, I read the beginnings of a bunch of them. And the one that she's most f- famous for is The Pleasure of His Punishment series. Whoa. Can, she, can we get some titles from that
0: series, please? Do you have them, yes,
1: ready? Yes, um, that would be Billionaire Unbound. I don't know if it's from the series, but she also wrote Billionaire Unbound okay. and that classic The Billionaire's Christmas. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't believe this is satire unless everything okay. she's
0: ever done is satirical. Um, How do billionaires celebrate Christmas? I guess like however they want, right? <laughs> yeah, um, they you pretend know. they're poor. Yeah, they plunder. Yeah, they they have they they make up an elaborate like um, Christmas Carol stage set, like yeah. their Tiny Tim, right, and, yeah, on their front lawn of yes. their Ma- of their McMansion. Yeah, and then they go home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because because it, it can be cold out there
1: <laughs> or, on the lawn.
0: On the lawn. All right. Okay. Shall I shall I summarize the book yes. since I was the picker? You were the picker. Okay. So uh, please uh, feel free to jump in if I miss anything. Okay. Um, mild mannered geneticist Dr. Rhianna Fielding is hanging out in the bookstore like she always does, wearing her lab coat. Uh, yes, wearing her lab coat, um, and she's she's doing that because she's mild mannered and has not yet uh, like taken off her ponytail holder and shaken her hair out and taken off her glasses and turned sexy. Right. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, she's wearing a lab coat because she works uh, in a genetics lab. Uh, and a mysterious, handsome guy named Xander Demand. That's... Oh,
1: is that how you say it?
0: Oh, um, I, I wasn't sure about is, that either. I thought
1: it was Xander Demande.
0: <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I, I do think we should call him Demande. From, Demande.
1: From and you have to have the word man and
0: demand in your name. He, he's, he, he Demand. Yeah, Demand. He Demand. Uh, <laughs> he Demand. Oh, that that's terrible. That is, that is the sequel to this <laughs> book, terrible. He Demand. Um, and uh, a, he comes Demande. in and starts flirting with her for no reason. Uh, and he kisses her and demands to meet her the next day at noon at her house Mm -hmm. um, because that's a thing you should do. Yeah, Um, and he knows where her house is even though she doesn't know. I feel like every romance novel we read, like, it seems to reward like behavior that would get yes. you like a yes. summons yes in real life and yet the, and deservedly so. deservedly
1: so and yet this guy says he's great respect for women and then
0: well if he says it it's got to be true it's got to be true um yeah like uh, he grabs her I mean, kisses her that's that's the romance equivalent of i'm not a racist but right <laughs> um <clears throat> knows everything about her
1: is going to show up at her house even though she's never told him anything about herself yeah he's a stalker
0: uh, so, but it turns out he's not only a stalker, he's also a prince and a business tycoon, I think. Mm. Um, because, uh, he you know. companies. Yeah. Yeah. But, but he, but he also, like, seems to have a kingdom. Yes. Right? He does. Uh, and she, oh, and she's a virgin. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. 25, 25 um, year old virgin. Right. Which, which she mentions to him, like, when they meet in the bookstore. Right. Um. Because that's what you do. Yep. Yeah. And uh, so he, I think, needs her to like produce an heir. He's looking for for a a, uh, a bride a to queen. produce an heir for mm-hmm. his kingdom, because mm-hmm. um, that comes up a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, his kingdom has a really dumb name that I can't remember, like Columba, Adelina or something. <laughs> if you know what it is, don't tell me. I'm. I'm it's uh, really dumb. And uh, so then the next day, um, Rihanna stands him up. She is not home at uh, at noon when he comes by, and he can't believe it. What woman would ever stand up, Xander? Demand? Uh, and uh, she she wasn't there because she's busy at work chatting with her friend Kendra and telling her all about how uh, she met this uh, this hunky guy in the bookstore who, who kissed her forcibly uh, and uh, then Xander comes to her house later and she does invite him in and uh, like maybe they're gonna fuck I don't know mm-hmm. it, I think the book ends before that happens that they're totally gonna do that uh, he he like hangs around while she finishes her work mm-hmm. um, and uh, and that's the book mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah, wow. Um so um I since I'm the picker, um I uh I have chosen a couple of games and the the one I want to start with is called uh and I, I think maybe I didn't give you any warning about this one. Ah. Uh this one's called Yeah, you heard me. Did I tell you about <laughs> Oh, you this? did tell okay, me about okay. this one. So um So here's here's an exchange that actually happens in the book. Uh Kendra, in the bookstore, um, uh, sorry, not Kendra, Rihanna says, "Who did you say you are and uh, And Xander says, "I didn't." right." This is something I've always wanted to say. Like it's a total cliche thing that I've seen in movies and TV shows at books. Which part? Do you want to the, say the, who, the part, who
1: did you say you like, were or the I didn't? Part? Oh, the I didn't. didn't.
0: I want someone to say to me, and who and who who,
1: who who did you say you were?
0: Yeah. I was gonna I was about to say who may I ask is calling, but it does not work. <laughs> <laughs> like who I may didn't ask is calling. I didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So, um, I there are other things that I would you know that like, cliche lines that you hear in movies all the time that I wish I could just work into real life, like that the, the perfect conditions would serve themselves up to me on a plate, and I could say, for example, you think this is a game? <laughs> <laughs> that Do should you...
1: be our stre- stretch goal, is this week we should report back next time we get together oh. and try to work in one of these lines. Okay.
0: And, and, and explain what the context was. What the context was. was. I love this. Okay. Yes. So
1: what was yours again?
0: Okay. So my You I, think I've, this is easy? I have several, but but my first one is, you think this is a game? You think this is a game? All right. Yeah. All what right. What do you got?
1: I got, um, we can do this the easy way or the hard way.
0: Perfect. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, I, if you If you work that in, like- Who says that? I'm going to make you a medal. Who says that? Well, that's the thing. Nobody does, but now you do. You know what I'm going to do? I know exactly the context. Okay. In a cooking class. Oh, that's true. It, that could that's very true. well,
1: that we can do this the easy way or we can do this the hard way.
0: It, it seems like most people would, would would select the easy way. Yeah. You know, in fact, I think in general, most people <laughs> would select the easy way, given those choices. <laughs> um, okay, I've got, I got a couple of more couple more that are maybe even less generally applicable than my first one. I want to say to someone, get the hell out of my office. <laughs> I don't have an office. I'm in your office right now. Okay, well, get the hell out of my <laughs> office. Whew. I eat guys like you for breakfast.
1: Oh. That's what I would say back to you if you said get out of my office.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'm upping the game. Now I want to spend a whole day speaking only okay. in movie clips. Okay, your turn. Okay. I am married to the sea. Listen
1: to me. <laughs> and listen good, because I'm only going to say this once. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, um, I've only got one more. It goes along with get the hell out of my office. Uh, again, like li- the circumstances are even more limited. You can leave your badge and gun on the desk
1: Why he's behind me, isn't he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, that's something I've actually said i was I was like talking about someone uh, talking smack about someone the other day and and said she's behind me, isn't she? Yeah, she wasn't luckily, right. But- I can see that one. That one, yeah. But I'm, I'm, I not, eat. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not criticizing that. Like, like I think. Uh, I think that was like an excellent, an excellent yeah. selection. That it just so happens that I have used.
1: I think no. I think that that is something I, I can imagine myself saying. It's just funny. But I, the I eat guys like you for breakfast. Oh, that's as part. I mean, come on. Who says that?
0: Um, I know it's who so great. says that.
1: There were there were seven movie references that went along with that line. Oh, did you like search mm-hmm. IMDb or something? No, I searched um a terrible movie cliche
0: lines and. And oh, I found uh, just I didn't, an, a, an amazing group didn't of even examples. Occur to me. Um, what one that I would love to do? That's not it's not exactly like one line that someone delivers. Although I guess it is now that I'm going to say it is like someone's leaving the room, and you say, "And Becky?" And you say, "Yes." So okay, we're gonna we're gonna act okay. this out right okay. now. And Becky, yes, thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then you. Oh, the real yeah. dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Thanks. 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 you. Yeah. Because just yeah. you've just like really schooled me on something. Oh
1: yeah. I eat guys like you for breakfast. I'm just gonna keep saying that.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so, uh, so listen to Rihanna. Listen to me, listen yep. to me good. Because I'm only gonna, I'm gonna say this to you once. <laughs> so, Dr. Rihanna Fielding eats uh, eats Xander for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, is so is Xander demand the craziest name we've come across? So far, uh, no. the In the cat's lair, the guy she was oh, hooking up. What,
1: do you remember that name? Oh, the guy
0: she was hooking up with. Oh, oh uh, God, C- Ripley, Clo- Ridley, R- Cloisterly, Ormont. It, yeah, no, it Ridley, was Ridley Cromar. Diamant. Was it? Was, was it in, Ridley Cromar? Something like that. I, I'm it gonna was, say Ridley it, Cromar. It was, weird. it was close enough. I was gonna say Ridley it, 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 Diamante. It, it was Rippling Crowbar. <laughs> He was built like a rippling crowbar. <laughs> Actually, that uh, that's a perfect segue into another game. Okay. Okay. So um, this one this one is called You So Sexy. I love this idea. And uh, I'm going to read a line from the book uh, in which uh, Dr. Rihanna Fielding, um, our intrepid virginal heroine, <laughs> uh, is... Um, I, I want to talk about virgins at some point, too, because like this is another overused romance novel thing that just seems terrible for everybody. How do
1: you know that? Do you read romance novels um yeah I well, I yeah, I've read I've read other romance novels for
0: for the show. Yes, I I don't read romance novels often, but I certainly have read a number of romance novels. I didn't
1: know novels. that it, there was a virgin trope going around.
0: Oh, for sure. Really? Yeah, because like otherwise, you know, why would he be interested? Cuz, you know, damaged goods. Oh. Like everything about romance novels, like the the politics are abominable.
1: But men men like when blood come out of wherever?
0: That, that's what I was that's what I was going <laughs> to say. That's my trump like, line you know, for the week. Yes. <laughs> Did you hear that? I did. (laughs) I just had to get blood coming out from wherever. Uh Sorry, go ahead. That was good. (laughs) Now I'm going to hit you with some really tough uh, debate questions.
1: I don't think really, by the way, blood really comes out from wherever when you lose your virginity.
0: Uh, No, I don't think so. I mean, maybe some people, but I think I probably, you know. but But it's not fun, right? I mean, like. I didn't remember it not being fun. Okay. Um. Anyway, my, my impression is that oftentimes it's not like a, a terrific experience for really, for,
1: uh, yes. I think, but most, I think most girls lose their virginity on like a horse what <laughs> or like on the Metro or I'm,
0: I'm not talking, you know, wait a minute. Um, I don't we're mean talking, we're talking getting, about two different okay, things. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So, wait a minute. How how clinical do we want to get with this? Well, yeah, everyone knows what we're talking about. Yes. I don't mean they
1: they have sexual intercourse for the first time with a horse. Right, I but, mean that they okay.
0: but I think you can I think you can can, you know, rupture the membranes yes, and still on the horse. and and but still have the actual like uh, you know, partner experience be less than optimal in a variety of ways.
1: Yeah, I don't think that there's like pain involved with I mean, we are getting clinical here, but All I don't. Right. I don't believe that there's pain involved with just intercourse because it's the I, first time you've encountered a a dick or a dildo. I think I have a
0: feeling if we put this out to the listeners, there would be <laughs> women who would disagree with you. That's my All guess. Right. I thought it was fun. Okay, go ahead. Um, Hi, mom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, but okay. But, but aside from aside from pain, like. Um, Oh there's you know, a lot of other bad shit might go right. down with that. like like you know if, yeah. if if I'm if I'm like this international playboy type like Do I want to be with a completely inexperienced, you know, I can have my choice of partners. Like, do I want to be with the most inexperienced one? No. I don't think so. No. Uh, You want the sluttiest one you can find. exactly. Yeah. Okay, anyway. You want some happy mawing hole. (laughs) That's that's exactly what I want. I don't (laughs) know what that means, but yes. But yes, and. And how. All right, you're so sexy. Go ahead. Okay, so uh, here's what she says. He was genetically intriguing, an unexpected composite of features that complemented each other in an aesthetically pleasing way. That's
1: so hot. Oh like, my god, yeah.
0: I, I am so turned on. That's like the most unsexy way to describe an attractive person, but I want to do better than that. I want to come okay. up with a, a less appealing way to describe- Someone hot. Yes. So mm-hmm. um, I, I've got one, and, and I'm hoping maybe I'll come up with another one on the fly, but uh, mine is, he was a big sack of sexy parts.
1: Matthew just thought that was funny because he put his paper down and grabbed for his water. I did the mic drop. That's my tell. That's his tell.
0: But the the listeners don't know I did that. I just told them. Okay. Say it again. He was like a big sack of sexy parts. Oh,
1: God. It's disgusting. (laughs) It is. Okay. Here's mine. The space where her back ended and her legs began split in two like an aspirin. An an aspirin I wanted to take. You want to tap that aspirin? An aspirin I wanted to take.
0: (laughs) I'd tap that aspirin. I'd tap that Oh, aspirin. man. Okay, I'm not going to do better than that, so let's <laughs> move on. So I, I hear you've got a couple of ideas.
1: I just was really uh, – I really enjoyed that the title, Taken by a Trillionaire, uh, and the whole idea of ta- taking and, and and giving away your virginity and all that very, like, old-school stuff that, that goes around in modern romance novels these days. It's very interesting. It's doing nothing for feminism, but anyway. Yeah, no, taking, nothing. taking of humans,
0: Yes, not, not, not cool. not
1: so feminist. Yeah. Okay, so uh, – in that same spirit of Taken by a Trillionaire, what would be, in uh, this game's called Alliterate This. Come up with a different title.
0: Stolen by a Senator.
1: <laughs>
0: Mauled by a Mogul. Okay, I don't know if this one makes any sense, but uh, Abducted by Abercrombie and Fitch. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Manhandled by a Magnate. Oh, that's good. Um a uh, trust by a tycoon. Ooh,
1: beguiled by a banker.
0: Uh corralled by a corporate raider. <laughs> Here's my favorite:
1: okay. used by a userer.
0: Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> All right. Um. Okay, we're gonna with that. We're gonna take it to a break. And we'll be back with more. Taken by a trillionaire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and we're back. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I. S- re- found this line I thought was interesting. She says, in her profession, she didn't grasp at possibilities, but life outside the lab was much more unpredictable.
0: So she... she, she <laughs> Sounds like she's not a very good researcher, first of all.
1: Well, everything has to be very, like, Occam's razor, very, oh, yeah, very, yeah. very sequenced, very rational for her to understand it. So I thought, in your profession, Matthew, you don't often grasp at blank, because life outside the blank... Is much less
0: predictable. Hmm. I, I don't often grasp at dildos because <laughs> uh, life outside the, the, kit, the, the pleasure chest is full of dicks. I, I guess. I don't know. Wait. <laughs> wait. Do you have Do you have an example we can work that I can work off of? Not really. I, I was going to. I'm just. I'm just going to say grasp at dildos. That's
1: That's better than what I was going to come no, up. Please. with. No, oh, please. No. I was just saying it in her profession. She didn't grasp at mandolins, but life outside the kitchen was much more unpredictable. <laughs> Just because grasping at mandolins, this just made me feel like so much pain in my fingertips. Yes, yes. Have you ever had a mandolin accident? I have.
0: I imagine and that's, so. That's my thumb. There's still a scar. Oh boy. Yeah. I yeah. In case anyone doesn't know, like a man, we're not, not talking, talking about, about the like the the, the the kind that the birds played. Um, the the band, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's it's like it's a slicing tool. Yes, it's not. It's not a miniature guitar. That's mm-hmm, what I mean. Mm-hmm. Let's. If there are any mandolin players in in our listenership, and I just described it as a miniature guitar, like <laughs> they're like throwing their headphones on the ground and furiously right now. <laughs> you know, um, it's, it's basically a ukulele. Oh, it is so not. <laughs> I know. I'm just being mean to mandolin players for no reason. Oh, you're what so did they mean. ever
1: do? Why are you so mean?
0: Um, okay, to, yeah, so, so I also saw on this manhandled bo- by a mandolin player. I
1: also saw in this book a, yet another example of someone in a romance novel swallowing hard. <laughs> when have you ever swallowed hard if you weren't like sort of choking on something?
0: Um, well, like if you have, or a, in a plane if you're trying to pop your ears. Yes, exactly. Or if you have a lump in your throat. Right, but like, um, have you
1: ever like seen a sexy girl and been like?
0: yikes jeepers yeah that's i mean no i don't talk hard i usually just say jeepers jump in jehoshaphat (laughs) golly golly. look at those look at her boobies she's like a big sack of sexy parts
1: (laughs) similarly when have you experienced shivers and tingles because here we go again with another book
0: where there's tingles remember we tried
1: to define this oh boy
0: no yeah if you've experienced shingles that's very painful Shiver my tingles. Um, yeah, that that actually reminds me. Like um, that uh, when she there's another part where she's describing him and she says uh, his high cheekbones, strong jawline, along with his almost jet black hair, were a complex and fascinating genomic mystery. And it really sounds like she's describing like some kind of rare syndrome that right, he has, right? Yeah, um, or some rare a- animal in a lab. Yes. Yes. Yeah, maybe he's got like an animal spirit, like a like he's part leopard. Maybe this
1: is paranormal romance
0: again. I think maybe everything everything's is paranormal, paranormal romance these days yeah. like if you don't have some kind of uh of wild spirit animating you what mm-hmm. what good are you like mm-hmm. girls girls just aren't into anything else these days mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta be part wolf you gotta be part cat uh you gotta be part dragon mm-hmm. you gotta be you Girl, gotta,
1: girls just want to have para fun <laughs> <laughs> hey um
0: paraphernalia <laughs>
1: hey uh a bunch of times she refers to his hot warm breath that's, That's a turnoff. That's really That's weird. like the last
0: book in the damp man thing. Yeah, it's like, it, yeah, it's like he's like, you know, breathing condensation onto you and it's and like you've got this like clammy residue from like, him.
1: Like, listeners,
0: what's the percentage of times that a man
1: has breathed his warm breath on you and it's been pleasant?
0: Did you like that, listeners? No, it
1: smelled like bologna. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, like, it, it's very rare you're going to get that to be a good experience.
0: Yeah, no, it does. Like, I want to. I want to keep like a running journal, maybe of like things, things that are described as sexy in a romance novel that no, that nobody has ever found sexy. Right. Okay. Um, hot, hot, breath, damp man. Hot breath, damp man. Oh, Here, the hero of Cat's Lair. That's our new hot our breath, new... damp man. <laughs> um, that's my new. The beginning of my new law. Um, I like Law the Office. Oh, a hot, hot breath, dampman and Sternman and and, and, and and Isaacs. Okay. Okay. Speaking of which,
1: yes. Uh, the name of the the biotech firm or the biogenetic firm. What what do we think that she works at? A yeah,
0: genetic. We'll, we'll call it. We'll call it a, like, a biotech concern.
1: Concern. It, it, it is called Bio Stern. Yes. And so I thought we should come up with you know uh, alternative ty- uh names. You starting with bio.
0: Um. Well. If it's Bio Stern, probably their their competition is like um, uh, Bio Greenberg, Bio Bio Goldblatt. Yeah. Okay. I I went in a different direction. Bio Stern,
1: Bio Crank, Bio Mad. I, wait, I really like Bio Crank. Bio <laughs> Crank is funny.
0: Bio Frank, um, <laughs> Bio Stare. Wait, wait. Biofrank, I imagine was just started by a guy named Frank. And like I'm starting a biotech company. I I Biofrank, bio bio frank, frank? I guess.
1: Yeah, Biofrank. <laughs> All and right.
0: And once you do the IPO, you know, you can't you can't take that back. And then you could do Bio Biostern Crank and Frank. That could uh, be your law office. Um Bioshmooze.
1: BioSchmooze. Um Bioira.
0: Bionick. Like, but never. Mind. Oh no! No. Oh yes, and okay. Yes, and
1: yep, so, right. yes, and something better.
0: Um, <laughs> yep, you you broke your vow, and now and now as Shit. punishment you have to take me camping. <laughs> Fuck.
1: Okay, uh, there's another line I, I found here. As a woman, she was a train wreck. Okay, <laughs> which again reminded me of last t- last time's book, which was he was he was a man, and he lived his life as a man. Right. Yes. That was the last exactly. line. As a woman, she was a train wreck. I kind of want to be like, and
0: as a man, she was right. Right, exactly. She was a natural. Like, yeah, maybe you know. Maybe she's transgender. Right. Yeah, she doesn't. You don't have to. You don't have to like stick with with the uh, with what you're born with, right? I mean,
1: that, there's just so much like s- sexism in that. As a woman, she was. I mean, a you can wreck.
0: become who you're born as, is what I'm saying. Mm. Why? Why was I so negative? I don't know. Why? Well, um, I need to stop reading these romance
1: novels because it's just hurting my feminist soul.
0: Um. Uh, yeah. No. The, it, there's going to come like a tipping point where you've read so many that like. Suddenly you want to get taken. You want like a sugar billionaire daddy. Yep. Uh, and uh, I'm what? a train
1: wreck. I already know that I am oh, as totally. a woman, as a yeah. woman.
0: No, you got I nothing. Am a train. Wreck. You're, you're a, you're a, a wayward virgin. I'm throwing away all my lab coats. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, what is, why does this woman have a job? <laughs> uh, I mean, you don't, you don't need a job. You just need a billionaire. Tri- <laughs> no, I'm sorry. A trillionaire. Billionaire, not enough. Um, the author's right behind me isn't she <laughs> what you think this is a game uh, i eat guys like you for breakfast I, like, I i liked when uh when uh the author said that if if she gained control of her wayward libido how cool would it be if you had a wayward libido that could actually travel outside of your body oh can you can you imagine like the trouble you would get into if like it could get out it sounds sort of like a biker gang oh the wayward libidos uh-huh um Yeah, I I think it probably kind of is every biker gang. Right, and that's that's what would happen if they got out. They would get on bikes. Oh, I think you're absolutely right. And and they would go down the you know the highway to hell. Wait, now I think I'm envisioning my libido (laughs) as like Have you seen (laughs) um, Have you seen the movie Raising Arizona? I love that movie. Um, The the big like you know hairy biker guy. Yes, that's that is my wayward libido. That's what it looks like. And boy... Uh, that I movie guess, is brilliant. Yes, I'm. but now I'm glad that it can't get out. And that's the only time that Brilliant and Nicolas
1: Cage have ever been used together in the same
0: line. I don't know. I feel like he's brilliant like 10% of the time. I, can I actually think of another example? I thought he was good in Moonstruck, but I guess brilliant is a very strong Brilliant's, word.
1: Yeah. I think Raising Arizona was the, the beginning and end of his everything.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Was that Was that like his first... Like his breakout, yeah. Like should have when he, his when his wayward libido really broke out. He should have
1: broke out and broke down and been done, um, put it away.
0: Yeah, when uh, he was he was taken taken by the Cohen brothers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, and uh, that so that was taken by a trillionaire uh, by some authors. J. S. Scott et all. And uh, Um, what are we going to do next time, Becky? Well, I'm very excited for next
1: time because um, we decided to go in the direction of culinary mysteries, combining um, our love of the culinary arts with our love of fun books to talk about. But I should remind
0: people, this is not a food show. This is definitely not a food show. (laughs) Do you think this is a food show?
1: Well, I I will tell you that I really wanted to pick The Clam Bake Murder because it just fell right into so many of our, uh, you know, lame jokes that we do uh-huh. but uh it only had 11 reviews and i feel yeah, like that wasn't no, quite I enough think that's fair yeah so i ended up going with black bottom murder <laughs> like uh, wait what is, is black bottom like a cake or it's something that black charles made yes sure. uh black bottom murder a frosted love cozy mystery
0: what oh, oh frosted love like is probably the name of the of the cake shop a f- but, shop cake yeah shop? but i don't
1: understand the cozy part
0: oh i i actually know this can I? Do you Do you want me to tell you, or do you? Want, or Or should we just like? No, I'm gonna leave guess. Okay. I'm gonna guess.
1: I'm gonna say you're gonna say a frosted love cozy mystery is like it's it's actually a koozie, and it's what they <laughs> keep
0: their beer cold with. No, it's actually a coochie. Oh, a frosted uh, Love coochie mystery. <laughs> Okay. Now now, now, I'm getting interested. Okay, what's a Frosted Love cozy mystery? Okay, so a cozy mystery, and probably, I, I don't know if I can say this in a way that isn't, like, offensive to people who, who enjoy reading cozy mysteries, which is not what I intend, but it's like, it indicates that if you don't want to read a mystery with, like, something grisly or disturbing in it, read this one. It's cozy. Like, there, yeah, there are murders, but, like, no one really gets too upset. This is and thing? there isn't a lot of, like, blood leaking this or, like, thing. organs or anything. This, this is a thing. Oh, it's a, it's a very—it's a huge genre. How do you know about this? Um, I don't know. I guess I'm just interested in books above and beyond the ones that I actually read. Wow,
1: I'm impressed. You knew about know. cozy
0: mysteries and you knew about
1: um, r- r- rabbinical romance novels.
0: That was a guess. Yeah, that, you was, were right. that was just like, you know, if you name a genre of romance, if you build it, you know, they will they come, will come. come. <laughs> all over it. <laughs>
1: He just dropped. He didn't have anything I, I to drop, so dying, he dying, dropped dying. his face. Yeah, I was just like yeah. <laughs> <man. laughs> <laughs> he moved his face away from I'm the so, microphone. I'm so
0: glad this isn't a live, a, like a live show and taped in front of a live studio audience, like Family Ties. You, you got to tell me what my tell is. Oh, I no, I don't think you have one. I think you, I think you're like you know comedy poker face. Oh, which is probably probably good because face. I don't see I don't see sorry I don't see Louis C. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, so the next book,
1: Black Bottom Murder. Okay, a Frost Love cozy mystery by Carol Durand and Summer Prescott. Okay, book six. Do you think Summer Prescott
0: is her real name? Uh, I don't think anything is any of our authors' real names. Mm. Um, I, you know, is Matthew Amster Burton a real name? W- if you could choose a name, like, would you choose that one? Would you choose Summer Prescott? Well, I would choose it over my name as a pen name, sure. Why don't we come up with a pen name for you? Okay, um, hmm. can it be can it be something like really like manly? Like I write, uh, you know, uh, techno thrillers. Oh, I got one for you, uh-huh.
1: Matthew Ashton Kutcher,
0: <laughs> with a hyphen in between yeah, the Ashton uh-huh. and the Kutcher. It's,
1: it's it's similar enough to be comfortable, but I'm know. not I'm not
0: actually very comfortable <laughs> with it. Um, yeah, like how about like like uh, you know Matt. Something something manly sounding. Matt Drake. Matt Drake. Matt Drake. Wait, wasn't Matt Drake a character in one of our fit. previous books? Okay, Maybe you I'm could fine be with that Matt Mate Mate Drake. Oh, like like yerba. Ma- Wait, that's my pen name, yerba mate. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, the yeah, the the noted uh, uh, Argentinian author.
1: Ah, let's call um, one for me.
0: Okay, um, use Rebecca. Uh, re- well, th- that feels romancy to me yeah. already. So yeah. like, Rebecca um, Sachet.
1: Wow. Way to pigeonhole me in romance.
0: <laughs> I uh, you know, that's that's what you're good at. I, 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 you can't argue with that.
1: Rebecca Sachet? That's like drag romance.
0: <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. It's okay.
1: um, <laughs> like RuPaul romance, yeah, books, okay. book seven. Um,
0: Rebecca, well, I feel like romance, it's all like kind of plummy English names, like Rebecca Wellington. Oh. R- Wellington Smythe. Does plummy
1: mean British?
0: Well, it means like, like cloyingly British, I uh, think. Gotcha. Um, so, so, like Rebecca Scone. Rebecca Scone, but maybe it's pronounced scon. Scon. Rebecca yes. Scon. Oh, I actually really kind of like Rebecca Scon. Rebecca Raspberry Scon. Yeah, Rebecca Rebecca Sconworthy. Sconworthy. Oh, I think we're onto something. Now, here's what I want to propose. Um, I, I was wondering, um, you know, and for you know, for obvious reasons, because Taken by a Trillionaire was written by three authors. Um, Why are so many of the books we choose written by uh, multiple people? people? I think the reason is obvious, because writing a whole book yourself is really, really hard, and it's much easier if you make someone else do half of it. Should we write a romance novel? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe, Maybe like teaming up with like three other writer friends? Absolutely. Okay. Although,
1: uh, we already are working on a novel, but I think we should t- or not a novel, our book, <laughs> Yes. but I think we should take the, the our book about our trip to Japan and
0: turn and it turn into it a, into, into, a, oh. into a robot romance novel. Like set set in like after Tokyo. hours in the robot restaurant, all the robots Absolutely. come to life and start getting it on. Absolutely. Okay. All right, nobody steal this idea. Okay. Okay,
1: wait. What are our names for that
0: particular book? Oh god. Um uh Matthew Tanaka um, but, but it's got to be something like uh like like uh Johnny Johnny Akihabara okay and uh Beke,
1: Bleep bloop Bloop
0: bloop bloop, bloop um blop, son yep there you go <laughs> bleep, bleep bloop son <laughs> We'll see you next time. Tell, tell the wonderful people where they can find us. They can find us on the web blings at uh, <laughs> lookinsidethisbookclub.com. Uh, if you've already forgotten what the next book is called, like I have, you can go to that website. And uh, you can comment us on Facebook. <laughs> Um, that was so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can it, comment upon us. Yeah, you can. You can let let's pretend I didn't say you should tell us about like you're your losing your virginity and how much it hurt um, <laughs> on uh, Facebook at Facebook.com/slash look inside TBC um, and uh, which this week stands for uh, uh, look inside these big cup holders okay
1: um and yes please also on itunes leave us a, a review or star us um yeah. it Do moves you recall us
0: all the per- the name of the person who left us that awesome review i feel like we should thank them personally well on i
1: did show. on facebook
0: okay great. it was 10
1: grain yes 10 grain
0: you rock you thank rock you, so you wrote
1: like the best
0: review Thanks, yes. ever I and mean,
1: mom if you're 10 grain i was just gonna say thank the you same thing. <laughs> thank you so much uh really appreciate it uh we'll see you next time Oh, it's getting hot in here.